I've found myself kneeling in some rather unusual places over the years. I didn't grow up in a church tradition where we did much kneeling. We didn't have pews and kneeler cushions and it it wasn't sort of part of what we really did on a Sunday. But for the past 25 years or so, I've been part of a number of prayer groups who've loved getting out and about and praying for places, in places, if that makes sense. So living in Canterbury, I've knelt on the high street. I've knelt in Dane John. I've knelt in an obscure corner of the Spring Lane estate and I've even knelt outside the Guildhall um, on a Friday afternoon, rather busy Friday afternoon, about 20 of us kneeling for just a couple of minutes outside the Guildhall, which I think was a bit of an obstruction to the pedestrians, but they were very gracious to us in the midst of it all. And I think I've done that because I've been part of prayer groups who have sought to understand how history impacts the present How do the injustices of the past still in some way impinge on communities living in those places today? And of course, that has a lot to do with the church, especially in a place as church rich, as it were, as Canterbury. The church has been responsible for much that has been good and also for much that has not been good. And for us, as we've sought to pray about these things Going to those places, going into that geography has felt like the right thing to do, has felt like the most connected thing to do. And kneeling has felt like the most natural thing to do. Why? Well, I suppose because when you're thinking about injustices committed by, for instance, by the church in the past, the most appropriate response is to kneel in humility and say, I'm a part of the church today. I wasn't alive when those things happened. They weren't my fault. But I'm a part of the church today. And the seeds of those same selfish desires that made those injustices possible in the past exist in me. In my humanness, I am capable of committing injustices, of harming others, of becoming obsessed by pride or hunger for power, or money, of doing things which, if you like, bring the name of Jesus and the truth of the gospel into disrepute. And kneeling is that place where we identify, in fact we call it identificational repentance, it's the place where we identify with the sins of the past, not as our own, but as having been committed by the institution that we are still a part of and which we seek to represent today. And so kneeling for me has been the place of saying, God, have mercy on us as the church. God, have mercy on us and help us to live differently in the future. And it's also, for me, the right or the most appropriate posture, not the right posture, but the most appropriate posture, for praying for healing and restoration. There are two Bible verses which help me a lot in this. One is found in Genesis chapter 4, and uh, it's after Cain has murdered Abel, if you remember that bit. And uh, God says to Cain, the blood of your brother Abel is crying out from the ground. Well, that's a fascinating image, isn't it? Blood crying out. But then if you match it up with Hebrews 12, verse 24, which talks about the blood of Jesus 
speaking a better word than the blood of Abel. You get some sense, you get some sense that the the blood, the injustices of the past cry out to God long after those who committed them have gone. God is faithful and true. God remembers injustice. But the blood of Jesus, the one who went to the cross in order that every injustice, every wound might be healed, every brokenness might be restored and reconciled. That blood shed on the cross, the death, the resurrection of Jesus, that's what makes possible the healing and the restoration that we long for. And so we've knelt to acknowledge and lament the sins of the past, to inhale again the eternal and ever available forgiveness of God, to bless the places where we kneel with the healing that comes from the shed blood of Jesus, that blood which has the power to break ancient cycles of fracture and division and to ask the Holy Spirit to empower us, the church, to help the world to live an entirely different future. I don't know if you're much of a history buff, but this is a timely moment to be thinking about these things, isn't it? As a society, we're thinking about the sins of our past, things like slavery. We're thinking about how we remember those things. Do we have statues to people who were involved in the slave trade. We're thinking about how we mark and notice the important injustices, the significant injustices in our past whilst not being seen to celebrate them. I wonder what the history of your church is. I wonder what the history of your town is. I wonder if there are things which, as you learn about it, as you read the plaques around your church or around your community, are there things which strike you as being injustices of the past and do you ever feel prompted perhaps to gather a couple of people and to kneel together and to say God we lament the past we ask for your healing and your reconciliation and we ask you to help us to be a different kind of people in the future I'm going to close with the Coventry Litany of Reconciliation This prayer was written a bit over 60 years ago and is prayed every day in Coventry Cathedral and on Friday in the Cathedral Ruins. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The hatred which divides nation from nation, race from race, class from class. Father, forgive the covetous desires of people and nations to possess what is not their own. Father, forgive. The greed which exploits the work of human hands and lays waste the earth. Father, forgive. Our envy of the welfare and happiness of others. Father, forgive. Our indifference to the plight of the imprisoned, the homeless, the refugee. Father, forgive. The lust 
which dishonours the bodies of men, women and children. Father, forgive. The pride which leads us to trust in ourselves and not in God. Father, forgive. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Amen.